Well, hello, everybody, and I'm so excited to be here with you, Judy Steenland, on podcast number one of the Selly Group Real Estate Show. It is so fun to do this because our market is spinning and people are trying to catch gravity right now. And I think that we want to bring something of substance and value to the people out there who are trying to navigate through the real estate maze that's out there and the craze that a lot of people are feeling. And um, between you and I, Judy, you have how many years of real estate experience? Well, 24 licensed and then, you know, several years beyond that of working at the title company. Um, so when you combine our years of experience, we're at about the 50 year mark of combined years. Isn't that crazy? It's a big number. It's a big number. But that's yeah. one thing I think people need to realize about, you know, why a boutique brokerage? Why are we where we're at, you know, in, in position the way that we are uh, to do real estate? And the thing is, we believe in quality over quantity. We believe in quality because there's also a quality in our relationship together. Yeah, agree. That's right. And I think that's, um, we've talked about that before. What's It's what makes our group so special. Yes. Um, it feels like not a large brokerage, but a little family. That's right. And a family with experience. That's right. A family of sages that can help guide people. Because what people, the, the, the difference that people need right now is truly having leadership and guidance on dealing with things they need they need the ability to make good decisions and to avoid this panic that the market is bringing on them so we want to help come alongside of people to be a voice of reason in and a voice where they can make really good long-term decisions that's right in your years of experience Judy has do you find that every every person in real estate is looking for the exact same thing or are there differences in in families and, and what they're needing for real estate as far as as their housing needs? Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's a great question because I think at the core of what people are looking for in a home, that there's a lot of similarities there, but everybody's situation is completely different. Like there's never one that's been exactly the same. Yes. And I think setting expectations and educating is the core. It's the thing that they need to help them make the best decision for their families. So that's so important. So it's not like, hey, I got a call. I'm going to show a house and it's rapid fire. Just write the contract in the house and not give anything of substance beyond that, right? Yeah. I think think one of the things that really sets us apart is we want to get to know the client. We do. We do. It's important. Um, because there are things that we learn in conversation about how they live their day-to-day lives, what's important. You know, there may be things that are not um, apparent on paper mm-hmm. that um, they immediately see. You know, they may have um, special needs that a homeowners association is going to, um, y- you know, not, not allow for. Right. I mean, there's a lot of rules out there. And um, we just had one where the uh, family had four dogs. And there are a lot of, you know, <laughs> Who knew, right? There's so many um, limitations on pets. If you had not asked the question, though, it might have gone unnoticed or maybe, you know, they would have fallen in love with something that would have only been in a community that would have accepted two pets. That's right. That's right. And we know our pets are our family. So that would have been (laughs) hard to stomach. Um, 
But yeah, I think getting to know, we, we like to have those consultations, those um, buyer consultations before we ever go out to look at properties. And, you know, I think in this immediate, um, you know, everyone wants to just immediately go see a property, but those consultations are so important. And so yes. um, I think people can be aggravated or annoyed by that. But knowing that we have their best interest in mind and we're trying to save them time so that they can efficiently get into a place that meets their needs. That's good. You know, as you are talking about that, the word that comes to my mind is preparedness. Mm, for sure. I think that if if there's preparedness that we can give not just to the buyer, but also to the seller, there are two completely different things happening in those scenarios. Right. But preparedness is key to position people for victory. That's right. Well, and like you said, it's not just on the buy side, it's for the, the sellers, um, because in a market where buyers are just throwing out offers, and in many cases, offers on multiple properties at the same time, how are we preparing our clients to make the best choice? Right, right. And by the way, we don't advocate uh, buyers doing that because they can get into a lot of trouble. Yes, there are consequences to that. And yes. so, um, yeah, again, going back to the education part of it. Mm -hmm. And then I also think that that, um, eliminates so much of the frustration and disappointment that comes along with, you know, just the constant spinning of the wheels of yes. trying to make things work that weren't the right fit to begin with. That's so true. Because the one thing that I, I believe has been like a core staple for all the years that we've done real estate is that it, nobody needs to actually hire an agent if they could do everything themselves. Right. They need a guide. That's right. They need, and and that comes from experience. You can't really be a guide unless you've climbed the mountains and gone through the valleys yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, now more than ever, I mean, I think, you know, I've heard some sellers throw out there, you know, why do I need an agent in a market where everything is selling? Well, oh, Lord. <laughs> now more than ever, you need an agent, right? Let's talk um, about that. Let's yeah. talk about that for sellers because, you know, there was a, an ad in, in our local newspaper talking about the market and for sale by owners. And it, it caused quite an uproar uh, the other day. I was just, it just exploded in Facebook and people were so upset about it. The, the point is, I have never felt more needed right. in a time of scarcity, but even with sellers, because when you open your home, A, we're still in a COVID market, right? and we're yeah. dealing and navigating with hard things. B, you're dealing with the lowest inventory historically that we've had. Right. And do you have that number? I do. I yeah. looked it up right before this, and 144 active single family listings in Colorado Springs. Those are existing homes. Right. Only 144 people. Our population is around 700,000. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and we were talking about it just a little bit ago. What was the, what's the norm? Just so to give context. Well, I would just say like back in 2013, we had over 2,000 active right. listings. Right, that 2,000 versus 140. And when I started real estate here in 1997, we had 25 or so hundred, right. about around 2,500 active listings right. and a population of 422,000. Yeah, it's staggering. <laughs> the number is staggering. So yeah. We're just seeing this, you know, low inventory, high demand, because yes. what? Our interest rates are super low right now. Well, interest rates, I mean, there's so many dynamics, I think. And the people that are selling, 
a lot of them don't know where to go. Right. What is their option? Because the home prices have gone up so much. Yeah. So I find that we have this entire list of people that are on the sidelines. Yes. That are they're kind of the secret inventory people, but they're in this place of waiting. Right. And then, you know, with 144 active single family listings, and then if you add new construction to that, it only goes up to 239 listings in Colorado Springs on the MLS as of the day we're shooting this podcast. Right. So is that a reason to panic, though? Not a reason to panic, but uh, again, going back to preparedness yes. and being um, having the highest representation you can have and feeling confident in who it is that is guiding you through the transaction. I so agree with that. Yeah. And let's talk about it for a second from a seller's perspective. And let's talk about the sellers who might be in that weird, like that never ending nebulous place right now where they're like, oh my gosh. I don't know when we're going to be able to move because we don't know where to go. Right. And preparedness there. I think that's one place that we have a really, a really strong edge um, to help the seller because we might start the process with somebody and it might be a year from now yeah. before the time is right. But Judy, talk about it from your perspective. If you're going into somebody's home, you have such a gift with this. I just want to say to everybody, if you don't know and haven't signed up for Judy's Instagram, you Hmm. better because she is a master at design and making a home exceptionally beautiful. Well, I think going back to preparedness, what can you do while you while you are on the sidelines waiting? Um, I had a call from um, a, a family that is um, thinking about selling maybe later this summer. Um, there's a number of updates that they probably could do to maximize their profit. Um, and they want to enjoy it while they're there. And so where do we spend our money and, and how do we, you know, again, maximize the investment so that when we turn around and sell it, there is a there's a higher profit there. Yes. And so that is part of being the prepare being prepared as a seller is getting your home ready, um, planning um, ahead and knowing that that's going to come and doing some of those updates. And um, I love it. Yeah, I love it because the thing is, if you're in a state of preparedness, you're starting momentum. That's right. You're starting something. You may not see where it's leading yet, right? But you've started the action so that you're not the you're not the tail, but you'll be the head. Yeah. When it's time to strike, right? Because the, here here's what what happens, and this is the reality. Okay, I'm a seller. I'm thinking about selling, and I find a home that I love, and I haven't taken the necessary steps to be ready for my house to go on the market. Yes. And so then I've lost this house that I love, and I still have six months of renovations or um, decluttering, whatever that might be. So yeah, being ready to pull the trigger when the time is right is key. This is key. And it's such uh, good information that I think we need to carry this into the next podcast. Yeah, so, I think it's a, it, this conversation could go on for a while. So stick with us, guys. And thank you so much for tuning in. And we cannot wait to catch you next time.